when you think about how many people have had a million dollar idea, but perhaps fear or something else has kept them back from not, you know, going for it, um, which I totally get. But yeah, I feel like if we, you know, set aside the time and are really mindful about allowing ourselves opportunities to get in touch with that, you know, yoga, meditation, prayer, you know, whatever that is, then we set ourselves up for success by learning to listen to that inner knowing. Welcome to the Good Life Coach Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Lamoureux. The intention of this show is to awaken you to your fullest potential. Join me each week for inspiring interviews to elevate an area of your life, as well as interviews with women entrepreneurs who are creating success on their own terms. Each episode provides actionable tips to guide you to design a life you love. Hey there, it's Michelle, and welcome back to the show. Joining us today is Deanna Seymour, who's been a guest on the show two times. Welcome back. I'm so happy you're here. Be here. First interview was we talked about faith over fear, and you shared your entrepreneurial journey and some beautiful stories about how you live by that motto. And then the second one we talked about was self-care for seven-figure female entrepreneurs, I mean, every woman needs it. And the thought was, if you're running a business, a seven-figure business and doing it, maybe you have some more insight, you know, managing all of that. Um, And people have loved both of those interviews. And today we're going to anchor around, you know, this idea of how to listen to your inner voice, which is something we talk a lot about on the show, and overcoming self-doubt, which is something, as you know, women struggle with so much. Guilty. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're all guilty. That's the thing. Yes. It's, we're all we're all in you know and on our own path with it. And it's not like it yeah. ever you know you hit different levels even of success or stages of life, which create new levels. We you know sure. of self doubt. I mean, we're not feeling it necessarily at fifty. You're about to turn fifty next year, and I turn fifty yeah. this year. But there are layers based on where you are on your path. Yeah. Um, but I do want to just introduce, so you are the founder of PhD Feminine Health, which you launched in 2014. You're going yeah. to give us an update because we need to get the update on, it was one product, which was um, a feminine hygiene product. I love this. You say that one bottle is sold every 30 seconds of your PhD That's Feminine Health crazy. health suppositories. I know, it's crazy. Who would have thunk? <laughs> Who would have thunk? So you, yeah. yes, from concept. So I will link both of the interviews that we've done before. So people can hear your entrepreneurial journey for those who have a product in mind and want to learn more, but take us, introduce yourself in your words and just give us an update since 2014, where you had that one product sold in a 40, 34,000 retail locations now, which is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And I am proof I tell people that if anyone, if I can be an entrepreneur, then anyone can. I mean, I started this journey similar to you um, in my 40s, and we're both proof of that, right? I mean, it's um, never too late to begin a new chapter. And I, you know, briefly, I, I kind of have my path laid out for me in my own head as to 
uh, I had written my story for myself and thought that I was going to retire from my corporate job and um, had the pension and the 401k and all of that good stuff. And then um, I had this idea and I, everything was aligned. Uh, Everything happened at just the right time for me to be able to launch it. Uh, The fact that my daughter's hockey coach owned a manufacturing facility that made holistic products and we partnered together and it's been a great partnership and uh, launched it in 2014 and it became a bestseller on Amazon and took off from there and um, really started to realize that this product was improving the lives of women and in many aspects, changing their lives because uh, many had suffered for decades with uh, feminine issues and this alleviated it. So uh, realized at, uh, in 2017 that I needed to come over and run the business full time. And my number one priority was to get this product um, more readily accessible for women because at that time, Amazon Prime was um, not what it is today. And, you know, if you have a vaginal uh, issue, then you need, um, you want it, uh, the problem solved immediately. You don't want to wait on a two-day delivery. So I made a concerted effort to get the product um, into retail distribution and Amazingly, Target was our first retailer chain-wide, and then CBS followed suit. And then we went from 6,000 doors in uh, 2019 to now, actually, we're over 35,000 now. So we're in pretty much every major retailer um, in food, drug, and mass, which um, I just have to pinch myself and... It's been such a blessing and we're springboarding on that and developing more holistic products and line extensions for the brand. And we have now gosh, probably close to 10 products either developed or in the works. So uh, really excited about where the brand is heading and got some in the next couple of years, we'll have some big, big things coming to you. So uh, that's kind of where we are. Our team is growing and we're, um, focusing on building a new manufacturing facility. That's one thing we make all of our own products, which is really unique. Um, so yeah, that to, is. Yeah. You're not outsourcing it overseas. You're making them here. Yeah. In the U.S., which we're really proud to say that, um, our manufacturing facilities are located here in Tennessee and Nashville and then also in Nebraska. And um, we love our people. I mean, it's, it's just been phenomenal. And to be able to provide opportunities for, for these people in the uh, for jobs. And, um, it's just really amazing. I literally wake up every morning and my feet hit the ground. I'm like, is this my life? Thank you so much. It's so much gratitude. So love it. I want to mention, so your product, your core product is a boric acid suppository. You are yeah. looking for a more natural solution yeah. to some of these other competitors. I- are the products that you're developing now kind of aligned with this? They are. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, our uh, mission is to create holistic products, you know, that are, that are healthy for people. And I was so fortunate that, you know, a couple of years ago, we 
put our heads together with the leadership team and developed our mission and vision and values statements that have really been like our guiding light and our North star. Uh, so that we, every time we have an idea or we employ someone, um, we want to make sure that they're aligned with all of that. And it kind of keeps us heading in the right direction. So yeah, we, we're holistically focused and, um, you know, with a lot of our new products are plant-based too, which is, um, which is good. So. Yeah. You probably can't talk about what you're developing right now, right? No, you don't. No, I didn't think so. Yeah. Usually this stuff until it's like, cause it's too yeah. competitive. The market's competitive. I know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you'll come back and tell us when you know. But, so one of the things that I admire about you so much and that I've loved connecting with you about on the show is just the way that you approach life. You have a very deep faith that keeps you grounded and that it also keeps you connected to what to do next. It's not that you, you know, always know what to do, but when you're in a place of uncertainty, which many of us are right now, you turn to your faith and listening to your inner voice. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about in the first interview you did how you donated a kidney to your friend's four-year-old son while you were a single mother of two teenagers, which I would not, I don't know that most people, I think a lot of people would want to do something that, that to serve in such a big way, but to actually do it when it's going to keep you in the hospital for so long and also on your own recovery, you know, that's a major surgery. Just share kind of how you approach, you know, these decisions and how your inner voice plays in. I, you worded it perfectly. Um, I do have uh, a deep faith and I've learned that, um, and your listeners, it could be whatever God it is they worship or if no God, the universe, or however you want to say it. But I feel like we all have an inner voice in us that, um, you know, conscience, whatever you want to call it, uh, a gut feeling. Uh, you know, I feel like as women, I feel like we have that most of the time, even more than men. <laughs> We're much more intuitive in that. So. I feel like we, we listen more intently to, um, that inner voice that we have. Um, but yeah, I, I've learned as I've gotten older and you and I were talking before we started about our turning 50 uh, and I wouldn't go back. I mean, maybe for some reasons, like 30 <laughs> you know, for the body or whatever, but, um, but I wouldn't go back um, for, for anything really, because I feel like I'm, you know, so much wiser now. And I feel like when I was younger, I wasn't as trusting um, in that inner voice or faithful as I am now. Um, And I really, that donation of my kidney was one of the most pivotal moments of my life. Uh, Because yeah, if you look at it on paper, you're like, what in the world were you thinking? And that's what a lot of my family members thought that I was nuts. I mean, <laughs> nuts. Like, what are you going to do if your kid needs one? And and I was just like, I had such a sense of peace about it all that I knew that I had been prepared 
for like the past year and a half of different events in my life, encountering other kidney donors when there's only like 5,400 a year that donate that are living. Um, but I had met two and they came into my life and um, I got to follow their journey. And I didn't realize at the time, but my heart was being prepared for that event. And when I saw that Jake needed a kidney, I'm like, Oh, well, I need to do that. Like, it was just like, okay, look, I need to go to the grocery store. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> It wasn't a big deal to me because I had been walking this path with these people. So, but it also was that inner feeling of complete peace that if you had it experienced it before, you know, you know, if you know, um, and I had that, I had, complete peace that no matter what happened, uh, good or bad, that everything was going to work out just fine. And um, so much so that when I went into surgery um, in the children's hospital, the surgeons were like, uh, we've never seen anyone so excited to be cut open because I was just so excited for Jake and I just knew everything was going to be fine. So, but again, it was listening to that inner voice and that the peace that comes with it when you know that you're making the right decision and you just, you kind of turn it over and like, okay, I'm got, I'm clearly being guided here. Um, so if you know, you're being guided, you just listen to that and, and step into it. And even if it's something that on the surface appears to be super scary, like starting a business, walking away from corporate America, uh, when you have two kids, um, not sure if your business is going to make it, but when I l- learned to listen to my voice after that experience with the kidney donation. And after that, it's like, I became so attuned to it that I know now that, um, again, it's like, I, I, I trusted, I stepped out. Um, I'm being uh, like, this is so much bigger than I ever could have dreamt of for myself. I mean, never in a million years would I have thought that, you know, I would develop a vaginal suppository. <laughs> you know? Right. That wasn't on the, <laughs> I mean, the vision board. Plan. Yeah. No, that wasn't on your vision all. board. Right. Never, ever. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> I would never have pictured myself as being the spokesperson, uh, the face of vaginal odor. <laughs> that's what I am. And, um, I am so grateful that, um, uh, what's that saying that, uh, God doesn't, uh, call the equipped. He equips the called oh. and insert God, it's universe, whatever it is into that right. life. But, uh, yeah. And it's so true. I wasn't equipped, but I've been provided for. And, you know, other people come into my life, like my business partner, who's been amazing to help mentor me and help me, you know, grow into the leader that I am now um, and the businesswoman having never taken a business class in my life. So it, um, I don't know. I feel like if you're where you need to be and you have peace about it, everything will line up accordingly. That's um, not to say that you won't make a lot of mistakes along the way, but because I have done that too. <laughs> How does your inner voice speak to you? It is, um, well, on that inner voice too. Um, have you read The Untethered Soul? I have it. I think I started it. I don't know why okay. I didn't finish well, it. It's a little hard probably to get going. 
Um, but that book, I guess I read that a couple of years ago and it is about spirituality, um, you know, non-denominational spirituality book and about um, learning to listen to and um, tame to that inner voice because the inner voice can be, um, uh, if we allow that um, uh, to get out of control, if it's, you know, uh, telling us lies and, you know, uh, that self, that downward spiral of self-doubt. And uh, because I experienced that early on, um, I never forget, I had made a huge mistake in packaging. And I went for a run. And during that run, I was, I was just the inner voice, like the, the not good inner voice that was uh, just out of control. And in my head, I was beating myself up. Like for a mistake you made. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was awful. It was, I was telling myself, you know, yeah, how do you even think you can be do business, go into business when, you know, you make this ma- major mistake and um, you know, you're, you're no good. You're, you know, incompetent, you name it. It was just spiraling and spiraling and spiraling. And I was just like, all of a sudden the song came on um, and it was about uh, not limiting yourself as far as what your potential is. And I never really heard it before. I mean, I'd heard it, but not the words. And um, it was, you know, let me dream for you. Let, let God dream for you. Don't be self-limiting in what you think you're capable of. And I was just I literally was walk, running by a park, had to stop and lay down on the bench. And I just looked up the stars and just sobbed. I'm like, oh my gosh, it was kind of like I got slapped upside the head, <laughs> like snap out of it. Because don't you see that you've got to stop the self-sabotage and, um, beating myself up and thinking that, um, you know, I'm not capable or competent and lean into, you know, the faith that I've given you and um, how I'm guiding you and let me determine how big this is going to be. And that moment changed me. Um, And after that, I learned that I need to uh, have a mantra that if I'm ever under sabotage by that inner voice that, you know, can get out of control, um, that, you know, you know, I'm good enough, whatever it is for any person, but you, I feel like you, as we women, particularly we're, we're under attack a lot, um, from that self doubt and imposter syndrome, whatever you want to call it. And I feel like it's been, hugely successful for me to have something in my head that I say when I am alerted to it. But part of it too, is being alert and knowing when it occurs so that you can call it out and just repeat whatever mantra you want over and over until you stop. Um, So, and it occurred to me too, during that time, and I may have said this on another podcast with you, but 
it was super helpful for me. Um, a friend uh, has uh, kind of a self-help uh, a company called uh, What's Your What's Your Happy, and she had suggested to get a picture of yourself when you're six, seven, eight, and look at that picture and think about the things that you say to yourself in your head. And would you ever in a million years say those things to that precious little girl or boy? No, you wouldn't. So why would you say it to the grown woman that you are? And I did that. So I got that picture out and put it on my desk and had it there for, for a long time to remind myself to not to extend some grace, you know, to myself and others, uh, but to not be so hard on myself and to, um, to really be mindful of the thoughts and how I'm communicating inwardly uh, with myself. So I think you said some important things because actually we talked about inner voice, but really it's the distinction between an inner knowing mm-hmm. and those other voices of self-doubt that want to hold you back out of fear or yeah. right or worry yeah. or whatever it is. So in your situation, the inner knowing was guiding you or in the case of a mistake, which is just a part of business. I mean, we are all going to make mistakes. That part wanted to beat you up so deeply. And so the other thing I heard you talk about was both with a visual representation of yourself as a young girl tied along with a mantra, which I would imagine is like a positive affirmation or a present statement of goodness it might be what we would tell a child of our own or a teen who's worrying or someone we love. Yeah. Don't reinforce the negative voice. Mm-hmm. You got to offset it and make a deeper path right. track, right? With yeah. with the, the the mantra. Yeah, but you're right. It's the the knowing part is different than the voice that's in between your ears. Yeah. That's why I think let's make that distinction because right. Cause it's really, how are you tapping into your inner knowing, which has guided you since the time of donating the kidney? Yeah. Yeah. The inner knowing it's, um, I all, I think it's important for anyone, regardless of, um, your faith or to have meditation time in the morning. Um, to reset, to get in tune with yourself. And, you know, I do that through prayer and meditation and I feel guided, like I said, in my faith whereas others feel guided um, by something else, but it's kind of all linked, you know, to have that time to connect with yourself so that you, you're in, you know, communication with that inner knowing with that inner uh calling if you will um and again if you've ever experienced uh that peace that you have about a decision that you've made that you know it's just right that's what that is and i think as as we get older and we spend the time needed to get in touch with that inner knowing um but that's key. We have to be quiet. You know, we have to shut our brains off and have that time 
to meditate and or pray so that we know what to listen for. And, um, and thankfully that happened so evidently for me with that, uh, with the kidney donation that I, when I felt it, I was like nothing I'd ever felt before. It was this peace that, you know, surpasses all understanding. And since then, now I know I'm in touch with that and I know how it feels if I'm on the right path, if that makes any sense. I don't know if you've ever experienced that too. 100%. Yes, yeah. I have. And I feel like I have a deep inner knowing and it can be hard. I think that's where self-doubt can come in, where it may not even be your own inner voice of self-doubt. It could be other people, like you said, family members going, Deanna, what are you doing? What if your kid needs the kidney? And I mean, people's own fear or not understanding a decision or whatever might make them want to, those voices will be in your head as correct. They'll be (laughs) in your head as well. So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it does take maybe this is what we're talking about with the age, because I think the older you get, maybe the more, and may not be true across the board, but I do think the more experiences you have where you go, oh yeah, when I listened and trusted myself, when that voice would, that knowing was so clear, things worked out. And when I didn't, maybe things weren't catastrophic, but they clearly didn't turn out. And that that same voice, because I told you, like I was trying (laughs) to guide you, you didn't listen to me. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I felt um, that prior to those experiences that I think I had um, maybe oftentimes turned away from that inner voice because I didn't like what it was telling me. Right. (laughs) Like scary. Maybe it's something you actually do like, but you're like, I don't know if I'm ready. I can't do that. Absolutely. Yeah. When you think about, how many people have had a million dollar idea, you know, but perhaps fear or something else has kept them back from not, you know, going for it, Um, which I totally get. Um, But yeah, I feel like if we, you know, set aside the time and are really mindful about allowing ourselves opportunities to get in touch with that, you know, yoga, meditation, prayer, you know, whatever that is, then we set ourselves up for success by, you know, learning to listen to that inner knowing. Has that been a non-negotiable for you? Like, do you just get up? It's part of your routine at this point. And if so, can you just be very specific about what that looks like for you? Yeah. So, you know, we had talked about self-care before and um, how, when we neglect our bodies, because I've been guilty of this, that my body will um, act out, (laughs) whether it's hives or, um, you know, you name it, uh, ulcer, had that uh, over the, since I started this uh, whole business. So if I'm not taking care of myself, then um, my body's Christ, uncle and mercy, like, come on, look, remember me. And I'm working really hard for you, but you're not taking care of me. Uh, Cause it's so interconnected, you know, our mental health with our physical health and spiritual health, all of that. Uh, so I have really been mindful about, um, you know, starting my day 
with meditation and prayer. Um, How long do you sit? Do you mind me asking? And do you have a journal next to you? Are you um, jotting things down? Are you asking specific questions and then listening? Yeah, just, oftentimes it's yeah. Uh, even if it's just an app on my phone. Um, if there's I either have a devotional, um, you know, a Bible study, an app, uh, something just to for me to focus on. Uh, and to see what that message is, you know, a deeper message after I focused and meditated on whatever that is, if it's a scripture or devotion or whatever. And um, usually, you know, between 15 and 30 minutes. Um, and then sometimes, you know, I like to run in the evening because uh, it's just easier for me. Uh, but sometimes I'll get up even earlier and run in the morning if I know I can't get my run in in the, in the evening, if it's going to be a really busy um, day. But um, I, I try and find time for that too. Um, and if it's weather's off or whatever, I'll do a quick workout inside. But I really have found that that has been essential to my overall well being. And I feel so much better mentally if I'm exercising and taking care. Um, of myself because it's just a game changer for me, no doubt. hundred percent. So do you hear, um, is it a feeling state for you, your inner knowing? Is it a voice? Cause for me, I, it is kind of a combination. Sometimes I'll actually, it's not like words, but I'm hearing it. I'm hearing the message. Yes. Sometimes my head will, like, if I ask mm -hmm. an open question to God, for me, it's God, but universe, higher knowing, whatever ah. you want to call it. And I say, you know, what do I need? You know, is this the right decision? Sometimes my head will go no or yes. If it's yeah. a yes or no, it will like physically turn my head. Yes. That has happened to me before. And I just got goosebumps, like full body goosebumps when you said that. Mm -hmm. um, that has happened to me too. And it's not always that, but sometimes it's just this like a warmth in my soul that I can't even put into words. Really. It's like this inner feeling of affirmation. Like it, when I am asked a question and it's, that's it. Yes, that is it. And I just, I don't know. It's really difficult to describe, but it's peace from my inner core <laughs> that, um, and but there are so many times where I've been so frustrated because I've asked a question and it hasn't been answered yet, or the door has been shut and it's a absolutely no way. Um, so, I mean, that's happened too, but that's all part of. That's where you have to have faith that that was, even though that was the door you wanted open, yeah. that, that wasn't the door you needed open. Right. Exactly. So it requires a little bit or a lot of of faith and trust yes. and Absolutely. surrender, right? Yes. It doesn't mean I don't get sad. I mean, I do. I mean, there's things I get sad about if the door is shut, but I'm also like, okay. Show me the way. Yeah. Show okay. me if that's not it. Yeah. Show me. But, right? but I also feel too, like if I am sad, it's, it's a brief because I'm, I know that there's something better waiting for me or that I was being protected by that no or not yet or whatever it is. So I know it's all like where I am right now in my life is all because of my experiences and decisions I've made that have all led up to this. So I'm so grateful for 
there are so, some things that I wanted in my corporate career. Like I was just dead set on going into upper management at door kept getting slammed like after, one time after another by the most random events. Looking back now, I'm like, oh, that makes complete sense. Cause had I done that, I probably wouldn't be sitting right here talking to you right now. That's right. So and it's like that Garth Brooks song, thank God for unanswered prayers. So true. Um, so I feel like, you know, I, once I decided to surrender after that kidney donation, it's been so much easier for me when I've had a no, or I've had some just insane things happen to me in my life <laughs> since then. Um, but they're all guiding me. They're making me make choices that I never would have made before. Um, so even though they've been difficult, it's been a very difficult path um, that I'll have to share with you over a glass of wine. <laughs> um, but it's all wonderful in hindsight. Um, these trials and tribulations that you know I've been through have been helping me grow and helping make me make decisions in my business that I otherwise um, probably would not have made. So um, I just think about that everything that happens every single day is a process in guiding me to where I'm supposed to be. So I love that. And that does require faith and it's and the surrender and not trying to manipulate the situation, you know, and not taking the no for an answer and really having trust. So it's a dance of having that faith and um yeah, surrendering when you can and not being afraid. Well, you know what's interesting? I mean, so many of us, myself included, I read a ton of books because I love knowledge. I want information. And I have a tendency to avoid going within and asking. And I'll research like crazy. I will go online. I will read books. I will ask people, what do you think? And instead of just trusting the knowing, because sometimes I'm looking for the external validation for what I know in order to trust that it is true. How do we, how do you manage? Do you have that? Cause you're saying, yeah, what do you do to unhook from that? Yeah. One of my dearest friends, um, been going through a really rough time with divorce and, and other things. And she, showed me a picture. She's like, look at all the books I'm reading. And she had a stack like this tall of like 15 books. And I was like, okay, you're searching for answers in all the wrong places. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you can get some hit of wisdom or maybe a oh, book yeah. fall literally like somebody oh, sends to you at the right time. Cause you were talking about the music. You can get help in that way. Yeah. Sometimes like just somebody ke- keeps mentioning something. You're like, okay, I'm meant to read this, but you're right. 15 books stacked up to get her to peace. Yes. is not the, not the way. Well, it's not the way. And, um, she looked at me and she's like, you're right. And I said, you need to be quiet. Mm. You need to be <laughs> still, be still so that you can find the answers. And so that God will have an opportunity to, to speak to you. Um, but you have to clear your mind. Um, so anyway, it was kind of an aha moment for her, but, um, and it's, it's so true. We need that peace and that stillness, um, in order to know the knowing (laughs) that makes it true. Well, you can't busy yourself to the, to the point where you're not hearing 
Mm-hmm. With messages, you're not yes. seeing the signs around you. You're, yeah. you know, you're pushing it away and not staying open to the clarity right. because God is, or the universe, life is always speaking yeah. to us. Yeah, absolutely. Every single day. Yes. Do you just like, just like it's telling you to get a puppy? <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So you know, which I'll tell my listeners, yes, we might be getting a puppy, which which would be a dream come true for the family. So we'll 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 see more on that later. But you know what's so interesting is that not intentionally, or maybe it is on some level. Um, I've had on philosopher body healer recently. We literally his whole theme was open stillness and open you know, tap into your stillness. And then I had a breathwork guy come on talking about, you know, tapping into your breath and making room, you know, and tuning into your body and creating that space Ah. within your heart. And a meditate, a woman who wrote a book called Still Life has just come on all on meditation and mindfulness. And here you are a seven, maybe you're eight figure now. Yeah. (laughs) Figure female entrepreneur talking about you know, look, this is how I found the success and I'm running a vaginal suppository company and now launching 10 other products when this was not even remotely a life dream or even on your radar. This was not something you were intending to do. The blue. Yeah, absolutely. So I am case example that um, once I tapped into that, the world has opened up for me in ways that I never could have dreamt of. Um, and again, don't limit yourself with your own thoughts and dreams, because uh, if you just open it up and let it be guided, there's no telling what can happen. I mean, I'm the perfect example of that. So, uh, but again, it's being still and, you know, I was spoken to when I was running too. So, but it was a long time and um so just allowing yourself the opportunities to have uh, those encounters with the knowing uh, is really, really important for anyone. And, and trusting it and mm-hmm. actually trusting it. Because do yeah. you find that the more you've trusted it and listened to it, the better the relationship's gotten in the sense that you're hearing yeah. it now and acting. And so maybe the yes. voice has always been as consistent, but now you, you're, you're hearing it more. What are your thoughts on that? What's interesting is that what I have found too, when I was talking about that, the inner knowing versus the inner voice. So the self-doubt and self-limiting thoughts that I used to have are, I wouldn't say non-existent. It does pop in every now and then, but I feel like I've conquered that, you know, um, it is so, I feel like I'm, I've grown up mentally because of the knowing that I have has overridden all of most of the self-doubt and self-limiting thoughts. So, but that's all because of the work that I've done um, in the stillness to allow that to happen. So, and align myself to be quiet, uh, the thoughts that are in my head, uh, positive thoughts and good thoughts. And most of the time we're not self-limiting. We're all human. You know, it happens, uh, but it, it's spiritual growth, if you will. And uh, that the more I've learned to trust the knowing, uh, 
the more calm I am, the more at peace I am. Uh, there are things that have happened to me that should have sent me into the crazy loony bin. <laughs> um, but it's because I'm I'm grounded in my spirituality that I feel peace about anything that, that occurs in my life, um, even if it's very difficult. So, uh, but yeah, it is, again, that's why I say I, I wouldn't go back in age because of where I am right now in my life and the, the acceptance and peace and everything I have about my career. And, and you know what, like, I, I think I told you this before too, that, what's the worst possible thing that could happen to me right now? I lose the company. And so what I get another job, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, you know, you have to put things in perspective. Like what if I fail? So what, what if you fail, you know, there's other options out there. It's not like, you know, your life ends. Um, so I feel like we, I don't know, sometimes we operate in a state of fear when we need to have a greater sense of peace that, you know, look at the alternative, you know, what are, what are options for you? If something goes south, it'll, it's all going to be okay. So, um, but yeah, and I feel like you've experienced that journey too in your uh, spiritual maturity as well. Yes. And it's, and like I said, and I'm still guilty of wanting to go without outside of myself. And part of that is a sense of Maybe it's a sense of yeah, self-worth or self-confidence to trust myself enough to know and feel strong enough in my voice mm -hmm. to go against what might not seem logical. Yes. Or whatever the case may be, or just step to be, out on faith. Step out on faith versus yeah, instead of fear. And um, do you ask for signs when you when you're tapping in? Let's say you or do you just sit and wait to know or how do you, how, um, what does the process look like for you specifically? I will specifically pray, you know, if this is your will. Show me. Show, open the doors to allow open it doors. to occur. Yeah. Um, and if it's not, close the doors accordingly. So, um, you know, there's many things that I'm praying for right now um, because it's a lot of unresolved issues. And, um, hasn't happened yet, but, uh, what is it? The prayers are answered, um, either no, not now. Um, uh, and, and the not now it's because you need to grow more spiritually, uh, or yes, or, you know, later. So there's always a reason that I feel like a prayer is not answered. And, um, but it's oftentimes in that waiting period, where the greatest growth occurs and where even though it's painful for us, that's where maybe we're being pruned and pruning hurts a lot, a lot of times. Uh, but in order to grow, we have to be pruned. So uh, I, you know, I told you before the call that, you know, I recently lost my dog and I'm expecting to lose my other dog here soon. And it's going to be very lonely for me because I'm a, you know, my kids are at college, but I'm preparing myself like, okay, well, God, I guess you're going to use this time to really help me grow. <laughs> so, um, but again, I shouldn't be fearful of what hasn't occurred yet, but, uh, but yeah, I am, I don't know. I feel like there's times in our life when we are made to suffer, but it only 
makes us stronger. So it's kind of my philosophy. It's beautiful. And I think, you know, a lot of takeaways and to have that grace and that trust. And even today, as I was driving home, you know, I could feel an energetic shift, even, you know, it was like, this isn't yours to hold, turn it over. This isn't yours to carry, turn it over, you know, and you, I think, yeah, the more you can feel comfortable in sitting with the stillness and making meditation, prayer, whatever feels right to you, journaling, um, the answers are there and the support is there even when it doesn't feel like it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I also, one thing I've discovered too is the importance of having like-minded individuals in your life uh, where you can talk about this and because uh, we're all going through so much, each person, uh, every single day. And, but to have like-minded individuals to, to be able to share your journey and your struggles and everything else is really, really key for me too. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. I think having that sense of community or seeking out it, if you don't, yes. just pay attention. Who do you feel good around? Who don't you feel good around? And that just bring more of that energy, the good energy mm-hmm. in. Um, Deanna, where can people learn more about you, your products? I always love connecting with you. It's so great. Same. Uh, our website is uh, phdfeminineHealth.com and phdfeminineHealth on Instagram, Facebook. Um, I'm pretty sure Twitter is the same, but uh, yeah. And then on LinkedIn, it's this, it's Deanna Seymour and um, also PhD Feminine Health on LinkedIn as well. So, and the products available at pretty much every pharmacy, grocery store, uh, Walmart, Target, all of that too. So, yeah, no, it's nice to have a, a natural option to these yes. issues. So, um, and thank you for, you know, I always find you so interesting because like you said, this isn't something you set out to do. And yeah. I do think that your growth and success is in large part attributable to your faith and learning how to move through fear. So it's lovely that you've been able to come share again, you know, some of these, these things that you're doing and so that people can just sit with it too and see what they need more of in their lives and maybe where they can invite in more stillness, which again, it's funny that this is the same theme that's running through, I guess. (laughs) Maybe that's my message. Maybe, okay, I hear you. I need to sit more. I'm going to go sit in meditation after this. Um, (laughs) uh, But thank you, Deanna. It's so great to be with you again. I love talking to you. And um, let's set up that wine and hang out sometime virtually for now. Thank Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you gained some new information or inspiration for your life. That is that the essence of this show is to really wake up to what's possible for you to reclaim your beautiful voice and to really learn to love and prioritize yourself. So if you gained any value from any of the conversations you've tuned into, make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. You can do that right now on your phone. And please do consider leaving a rating and review if you have yet to do so on Apple Podcasts. It's actually how more women can find the show. And I really want to grow a community of women who are loving themselves and living full on. So thank you as always for tuning in. And I look forward to reconnecting with you next Wednesday. Bye for now.